Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. <laughs> I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy! Get him off big! Richard Mullican. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mullican, joined by my co-host and road buddy and best friend, Josh Polly. Say hey, Josh. And if you ain't down with that, Rose Dog JB's got two words for you. Fuck you. How you doing, brother? We are on the road, so it's going to sound a little bit different. I'll tell you what, man. I'm not grabbing for your dick. I'm just going to set this phone right here on the console. That way it's right in the dead-ass middle between I am driving. I figured, you know... You know, ass, grass, or cash, no one rides for free, so I figured well, you were giving me a handy there for the ride. I'm just going to give you an IOU. <laughs> Do you want me to shut this bitch up and I mean, just yeah, watch it? We can turn it down. We are uh, in the background. You hear Josh's GPS. We're, we're running out of daylight, as our high school, one of our high school principals used to say, Josh, we're burning daylight um, because... We have no weekend, and we have to get a show out. So we had already scheduled to go and do a interview for one of our good friends. He was on our podcast before. His name's Justin McCaskill. Check out his podcast. It's brand new. Uh, I think he's on YouTube. It's called The McRadcast. Was he on our show? He was on our show. I don't remember. When we, we, we talked about uh, the ShamWow guy. And getting his mm. nose bit off by a hooker or something, or I'm gonna be honest with you, I remember the intro. <laughs> it was the night that I ripped my pants. It so was. It's, it's probably, been over a year ago. Yeah, now. it's been over a year ago. He's got his own podcast. We're actually on our way to do his show, and it's a decent drive. So I figured, heck, why not get a show in on the way there? And if nothing else, this way we avoid putting out a death show, Josh. Yeah, because the next death show, I'm not sure how much confidence I have in it. Because I think you got too tied into the product that we were watching, and you had a bunch of flashbacks, <laughs> yeah. and you couldn't be funny. Yeah. So, like I said, it's going to sound a little different. Hopefully, we'll put this through audition and uh, pep it up a little bit so it doesn't sound so weird. Uh, but the reason why, Josh, we're having to also do this, you sent me a picture last night of... Uh, Old Smokey. <laughs> oh, yeah. The brown demon was on fire. I mean, it, it looked like it was on fire. It was really just a really cold morning, and um, my thermostat is sticking. And ah. it, the fucking shit was boiling over, and you know as well as I do that thermostat sticks. It don't let water into the engine. <laughs> that motherfucker was, it sounded like a steam whistle. Yeah. It was, it was uh, woo! You know, it was so fucking hot, but hopefully we replaced this thermostat. Me and old Ray J had to have two stools out there, one for him to stand on, one for his dick to lay on. Did the dick hold the flashlight? No, I held no. the flashlight. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the dick did hold the flashlight. The dick holds its own mustache up. Well, I'm calling you a dick, so. Fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I mean, Josh, our plan was to be podcasting all day. Uh, go do this interview with McCaskill. 
and then come back and do our show. But it looks like the car gods have frowned on you, and you'll be you and old uh, Big Dick Daddy going to be working on a thermostat. Rolling in the caddy. So, so how far did you make it in your car? Was you on your way to work? I got halfway, and you know, whenever you're rolling good at a good speed, like you're doing here, breaking the law. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. You, you can't really see the steam coming out right. under the hood, you know. And um, I don't think we need to use any kind of Dale Earnhardt rubbing rules oh, on Jesus. this fucking uh, traffic here. You know, you make me nervous, to be honest with you. I make you nervous driving? But either way, I got halfway there, and uh, I stopped at the uh, stop sign. Right. And seen the smoke coming up, and my, my fucking temperature gauge was going up, and I, I just, I seen money flash before my eyes. <laughs> I turned around, and I took the L. I went in late to work, and uh, the day was a piece of shit from there. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, there's nothing, nothing ever good comes from when you see something coming out from under your hood. Our trunk, for that matter. If you see somebody coming out of your trunk, you're like, e, it's not going to be a good day, so... Especially if you smell smoke coming out from your car. Well, no. Uh, it, it, I know it it's was, steam, but... Yeah. I mean, anytime you see, like, a bellowing cloud coming out of you, your... Yeah, it's not good. You're it's like, not oh, supposed to be fuck. like that. Whether it's smoke, steam, water, whatever the fuck. So there's a good chance that this whole show might ever make it, Josh. Why do you this, think that? This might be another death show. Because I don't know what the sound quality is going to be like. And you hear the road noise in the background. The... But, uh, no, man, the... Speaking of car gods frowning on you, uh, I went, I had a hell of a day last week, um, uh, for Thursday. So Thursday, I go to pick up my daughter from school, and I get to the school, and I get out, and I notice that my tire looks a little worn down, and then I look at it, and it's showing bare metal, like, in a real long loop around the tire. And uh, you know what that's from, don't you? What's that? You haven't been servicing your vehicle regularly, getting it aligned and whatnot. And oh, I've been servicing this damn thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, with your fucking actuators yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> but just not the tires. You got to get that bad boy rotated and aligned and whatnot. Well, the front two tires, both of them had some pretty bad tread damage. So I had to get two new tires on my front of my car. So, rolling with new tires today, Josh. Oh, man, that's why it feels good. It <laughs> feels a little bit more uh, like you don't need new shocks. Yeah. It was the war it was making that. Like and that. I took the dildo out of your seat, so that that's the big difference. I knew I felt more cushiony. <laughs> Look, um, we're, we're going to have to stop by a store or something. i got to get something to drink before we go to this man's house because there is nothing worse than showing up to someone who is having you over his house yeah. and he's, you know, going to let us be on a show and whatnot and immediately demanding drink and <laughs> some candy of some sort. I, I feel like you've done that at my house before. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's my show too, so you should provide me a drink. No, I'm just joking. I don't care. You can have any drink you want. I don't know where I'm going. You're the navigator, so... I, I think you should just keep going, uh... West... Well, 
northwest? Yeah, because in one mile, you're going to turn left on Lane Avenue. I mean, we can stop right here and get you something to drink. Would you like to get shot with that? Uh, you know, <laughs> I think we'll just get on down the road a piece because I'm going to tell you something, Richard. It's if you see a title loan place on one corner yeah, and then you see a barber shop, which also doubles as a tire shop and a car lot. Right. You're not in the best of neighborhoods. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, you ever seen bars on daycare windows? <laughs> I just did. You did? <laughs> we got to keep these children safe. These are bars and bulletproof glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, man. So, it's been an interesting week. Um, I uh, I wanted to record last week. Oh, he, he's like a... Uh, he, well, what doesn't belong here, Richard? <laughs> do you want me to roll the window? Hey, man, do you need a ride? You're going to get raped out here, bro. Oh, geez. But, uh, but yeah, man, I wanted to record last week. I feel like we haven't recorded in a month, even though it's been two weeks. Yeah, um, uh, it, does, it does feel like a while. And I think that's just because we save um, all of the stuff that we want to talk about right. for the show. And it feels like a long time. So, um, I know last week uh, I came out and said uh, some news, and uh, I said it very confident, but... Let's, I have two balls. <laughs> I do have two balls. Let's let's pull the curtain back here for a minute, Josh. Last week, we recorded that show two weeks ago. So, anything we said, you know, involving dates was about a year, about a, a year, fuck, <laughs> about a week old. Um... So last week, I made the claim that I did not shit my pants at Celine Dion's concert. You did, and did. you were very confident about yes. that. Yes, and I will say that is not the entire truth, but it is not the entire falsehood. <laughs> is that <laughs> I didn't shit my pants at the concert. However, I did shit my pants. <laughs> like on the way or on the way back oh god if it was on the way could you imagine that mm. walking down bill street no, I, 10 I, I feet off shit. of bill <laughs> shooting my underpants as i boarded the plane <laughs> <laughs> touchdown in the land of the delta blues with a big hunk of chocolate in my drawers now um so I didn't shit my pants at the concert. It was wanting you to turn left. Oh, but it says well, in a hundred feet. You didn't tell me that. Well, it, the, the, my phone's GPS is kind of like you know um, the guy that's like, oh yeah, it's every <laughs> bit of seven. It's every <laughs> bit of seven, and the one <laughs> maybe halfway. <laughs> yeah, it said a hundred feet, and you were literally sitting at the red light. So this that's is amazing. putting us right back on. We should have just taken Highlands. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> All right. Well, no big deal. Um, Smartphone, huh? Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean... Um, this this shows me that robots will never take over the no, world. No, don't they're, say that. They're too goddamn stupid. When they do take over the world, you're going to be... I'm going to be hanging from a pole somewhere. No, 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 no. They, they know that's quick and, quick and painless. I mean, you're going to probably take a lot of robot dick, just so you know. <laughs> that's what they do. That's what robots do, Josh. They, they're a little rapey? Yeah. Uh, that's never good, especially from a full metal object, I reckon. Yeah. I feel like your heart's not in this. 
Huh? I feel like you're. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to be passionate about fucking getting fucked by a robot. I'm no, I mean that. not that. I just feel like you're a little, you're a little taken back by doing a show on the road today. I, I thought we were doing good, but oh no, I just, you're fine. I just, I feel like maybe the thermostat problem probably has you a little less humor. Is that fair to say? No, no, that that's why I was cracking jokes on the way here. Oh, okay. Well. Anyways, I didn't necessarily not shit my pants, but I did did shit my pants. And so after the concert, uh, dude, there was a lot. It was a Sunday night concert, and there was a lot of places closed, like more than you would think for Bill Street. Like Bill Street, Lawler's place was shut down at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Uh, well, Lawler goes to bed early now. He's old. <laughs> Get your early bird special. And I am closing this fucking kitchen up at 830. I'm out of here by nine. <laughs> Patrons of Lawler's uh, restaurant, uh, we will be closing in 10 minutes. Please make your final selections. Least you have that fire thrown on you. You see that fucking Jerry in the back with on the fucking grill with a Chef Boyardee hat and shit. Get, tell him to get the fuck out now! <laughs> Comes out, pulls the strap down. Get, get the fuck out! Flowing flames like Mario on fire or whatever. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. But, uh, so, yeah, so anyways, we got to the hotel. That is a boss right there, son. Right he, the had, he has, uh, what do you call them hats? The uh, visor? Yeah. He had the visor on uh, 2001 style, upside down and backwards. Right. And he had the Arn Anderson haircut. Yeah, it was like, like a, you if you just grew your hair out. And he was on a mountain bike. Like at some point, if you're bald and you wear a visor, you got to be thinking, this is what a giant cock ring would look like. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, because be he's honest. already looking like a cock ring with yeah. it upside down and backwards. <laughs> Like he's fucking 18 years old or something. That man was every bit of 53 years old. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, it takes different strokes to move the world, Josh. I know. Some of them are long. Some of them are short. Yeah. But uh, but no, man. Anyways, I um, I got back to the... We got back to the hotel room because nothing was open. And our hotel actually had a TGI Fridays in it. Oh, man. So... Um, I didn't drink Did you get anything. You some uh, Jack Daniels uh, bourbon chicken breast and all that good shit. That I got they Jack Daniels hold the chicken breast. Oh man, <laughs> I was like, gonna be intrigued because, dude, something about TJI Friday—they have some kind of thing with Jack Daniels or something like a yeah. contract, yeah, where they have at least four menu items with it's Jack Daniels this or that, right? Well, so you just like, I'll just take a bottle. <laughs> I haven't vomited on myself yet. Well, you know how when you, you plan a big night um, and you plan it and you're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. We're going to have so much fun. She's going to wear lingerie. The kids are going <laughs> to be gone. Or in your case, I'm going to have a buddy over that I hadn't seen in seven years, and then I'm going to argue Alex Smith things with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you plan for something and it doesn't go according? Like, I guess it's the alcoholic in me that just says, all right, got to get drunk now. <laughs> I'm going to change the situation real quick. Right. I'm about to make Somebody things. Somebody's going to be babysitting me. I'm about to make things worse. <laughs> so we got to TGI Fridays, and I'm so bummed because we don't go out that much by ourselves. Usually it's like with the kid, and this is one of those nights. Was like I wanted to go do some things, but nothing was open, and only things that were open, like the happening bars and stuff, 
had so many, like, it was asses to it's elbows. It's wanting you to turn right now, but it says 40 feet. Come on. You want me to turn here? Uh, it says North Parkway. Bro. All right, yeah, North Parkway. Let's go there. Hopefully, I don't get hit. Josh is a... depth perception, man. It's Josh is a hell up. of a navigator. Old Magellan here. We've got time. Apparently, we were supposed to be there at 2, and I thought we were supposed to be there at 1. So, oh, we, we well, do we have We can time. stop at a store, or we yeah. can stop at a restaurant and <laughs> eat. So... So we get so I get to Fridays and I'm bummed because I'm like, hey man, we're we were supposed to hang out tonight. You know what I mean? Like this was supposed to be our thing. So I kind of overdo it. Like I didn't like get shit faced or anything like now that. This is you're saying this is after Celine Dion. After the concert. So you're probably shit face hammered and you nope. don't even know it. Nope. Didn't drink. You didn't a have thing. one beer. Nope. That, did not drink it. Our seats were so high. We're supposed to turn here. That's what that pointing means. You can, you can tell me. <laughs> well, I've already cut you off like 18 times on your shitty pants story. Yeah, no, that's fine, man. We we need to stretch content out as much as we can because <laughs> I don't know how long we've been going. And, you know, we want to get an hour out of this. It's, it's been at least five minutes, hasn't it, baby? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's like but, 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and done. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the way I come, man. I just and done. Like, and end, we're clear. And scene. Like a director. I direct my own sex scenes. Now wipe yourself up and go make <laughs> me a grilled cheese. I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> uh, wake me up when it's done, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh I didn't get like messed up. And our seats were so bad, like you had to climb. Like, imagine climbing, I, I bet it was like, it felt like 40 steps, like trying to climb up to our seats. Especially when you get them drunk jello legs. And I wasn't drunk, that was the thing. So like, that was the problem, like to go get a beer, they didn't have, it wasn't like a sports program where you're like, you hear, uh, ice cold beer, my lot, my lot. You know, you have people coming around. Right. They didn't have that here. It was just basically, if you wanted a drink, you had to go downstairs and go. like. When we got there, I had to go pee, like, after five minutes. So we just went downstairs. We went downstairs, used the bathroom, come back up, and we're like, fuck all of that noise. We're not going back upstairs. We're not going back down for anything. So we didn't drink anything until after the concert. So you can see why I would be bummed. You know, anytime you're leaving a concert, you should have a pretty good buzz going, right? Well, you would think, but it's Celine Dion, man. You're... you're... I, I didn't you want to be sober listening to that beautiful voice. Whatever. I figured you'd be wanting to get hammered to drown out the voices. Go to Home Depot. You don't have to <laughs> deal with this shit anymore. So, so the funniest thing, uh, I was sitting there, and I'll get back to the shit pants, but uh, the funniest thing happened. We're sitting there, and there's a guy that finally comes in. There's all these seats that are open. Like, at the concert. There's all these fucking seats. This guy comes in with his date and is like, because we moved one seat over to kind of give us space. And he comes up and he's like, oh, uh, we're in 9 and 10. And I's like, dude, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 is open. Why do you want to sit right next to us? You know, we're we're not that kind of couple. Right. Like, <laughs> we're not that gonna, would make me uncomfortable. We're not going to have a key party with you. Uh, so, anyways, we he comes in. So, we move over. Luckily, the couple that was sitting next to my wife decides to move down a seat, too. So now, at least she's got room. But the whole time that we're hearing Celine Dion sing, I look over at my wife and I go, Oh, my God. 
you know, I'm talking out of the side of my mouth. Oh my God, the guy next to me is singing every song, lyric, word for word. <laughs> and it, and, and it, well, and I, the guy was with his wife. Yes, I, I assume it was his wife because you know. They kind of matched. They they dressed kind of according. Oh and, man, one of them couples. Yeah, and Ooh. you know he didn't he didn't look to have any like it wasn't like a guy friend girlfriend night out like you know what I mean. The they songs were best were, friends. The songs were saying in a very what? Can we go to that store. Yeah, we can go to the shell store. Okay. The songs were saying in a very low pitched voice, so it wasn't like. I don't know the stereo. Yeah, it was. (laughs) When you want it the most. So uh, she starts laughing, but yeah, that's exactly what you're hearing. Is uh, oh, I missed the fucking turn. You can turn on down here at the ass end of the store. Okay. I had to live in that hotel for a month, Richard. Really? I did. Yeah. It's by Marriott, though. It was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the store every day. Ah. Did not know that. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So. So yeah, he um, he knew every lyric. It was weird. Like, and uh, you don't want to sound bad by saying this, but you would expect it if it was sang like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like, we're going there now. No, I mean, but you know what I mean. Like, that's why. Well, never mind. You guys have always like you, Chris, and pretty much anybody that was older than me had always made fun of me for my music selection when we were kids. Yep. And I never got it until then. When I heard him going, you know, when you want it the most, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I tell you what, let's take a quick break, Josh. Yeah. This will be, this will be where we, I'll, I'll, I'll have part two of the shit pants story in just a minute. We're going to take a quick break um, and we're going to play. We're not going to do a live read this week, but Josh, who are we going to hear from? Who are we going to hear from? P3 Wine. Let's hear from P3 Wine. When you go shopping for wine, do you look at the labels? Do you stare at the price and wonder if the wine is worth the expensive tag? Well, stop it. Because Wine of the Month Club has you covered. Every month, Wine of the Month Club is going to send you two bottles of high-quality wine right to your front door. And what better way to say I'm thinking of you than a subscription to the original Wine of the Month Club for a friend or a sweetheart. Each month they'll be reminded of your thoughtfulness and will receive the monthly wine letter and newsletter binder. Recipes, wine knowledge, and great wine, and the opportunity to get more of their favorites is at hand. Give with confidence and joy, knowing that you're a part of the original Wine of the Month Club. By the way, there are no dues, no fees, no hidden charges. Cancel any time with no obligation. Just pay no more than $23.96 plus shipping for two great bottles of wine. Go there now. Sign up by visiting our link, tinyurl.com slash p3wine. That's tinyurl.com slash p3wine. The Wine of the Month Club, the original wine club since 1972.
We're back with more P3 Radio, Josh. Josh Brawley, Richard Mulliken on the road. We just stopped by to get some snacks. And speaking of the guy that was singing, you know, all the songs that we were just talking about, I'm pretty sure some people in there thought we were about to have this big gay picnic. Because <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh and me come in together. We buy two drinks. We buy some sandwiches, and they're like, "I know, I see a blanket in the back of that vehicle." Which I'm sure, I'm sure they they, they just thought that, you know. There's no way they didn't. But we've been catching that all our lives, right? That may be the way your brain works, but <laughs> I don't think nowadays people are that malicious in their thoughts. I mean, I mean you may be. But. Can you remember every like? If there was ever a ex-girlfriend you had that that uh, kind of got pissed off about how much time we were spending together talking or hanging out, you know, that was always the assumption that if they wanted to drop, like, the atomic bomb on us, that would be what they'd say. I think him and Josh are just... I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever Did you ever have that? Like, No. Cause you never heard that? Not from a girl. I mean... I'm sure one might have said that to you, but... Maybe, well, maybe not just girls, you know, guys, too. Because we... I mean, there was a time you probably could have, like, when you were 16, you could have put down our address for your tax purposes, and it would have held up. <laughs> right. You know? But I think a lot of people that's like that is just so used to friends at least cutting their throat at least once. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't fully trust somebody but I mean dude did we really ever stole money from me you've never you know you, well we don't do stuff like that I took five dollars from you because you broke a chair that I handed it to you yeah it wasn't like you didn't know I took it um other than just little petty shit we never really had a big argument did we I mean petty shit over a girl well yeah but no nothing but nothing that was nothing like major when your arm broke, that was a thing. Itself, <laughs> Not from my end. Where the hell are we? Do you know? You're my navigator. We're in Jackson. And I don't even see your phone, man. Well, I know you'll see Ashport Road. <laughs> and it was a few miles down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. We're 2.6 miles, 2.5 now. Away from Ashport Road. Okay. And uh, you're going to make a right before right. you get there. All right. But to get back to um, my shit pants story. So we went to TGI Fridays, and they're like, hey, guys, y'all want anything to eat? Like, as soon as we get in, because we sit at the bar, and we're like, that's odd, you know. And they're like, well, the kitchen's about to close, and if anybody wants anything to eat, they better go ahead and get it now. So... You know that's probably like the cooks in the back are probably like, fuck these bartenders. Right. <laughs> Why did we just get 47 orders for, you know, food? Um, and it was swamped, man, because everything else was closed or packed. So, I mean, I guess everybody was going back to their hotel and eating, eating getting some food or whatnot. Oh, they are going back to their hotel and eating all right. Yeah. All that Celine Dion <laughs> romantic bullshit got them women all, ooh, wee. I gotta change britches when I get home. <laughs> well, I, I said the know, same baby, thing I'll later. I'll eat them off of you. It'll be fine. I said the same thing later about changing britches, but it was for a totally different purpose. <laughs> um, so no, man. So we get there, and they're like, "You want anything to eat?" So we order uh, some some uh, cream spinach dip, which was really good. 
and they had these things called tostado nachos. They're these huge, it's like two Mexican pizzas that they've cut up. And dude, they are awesome. I would highly recommend them if you ever go tostito nachos, tostada nachos. It's in the appetizer section. But somewhere between the nachos and the spinach dip and the alcohol, I'm gonna blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> Somewhere in there, concocted this terror in my tummy. I know that's very. So childish. you mean to tell me that creamy spinach dip and Jack Daniels doesn't go together? No, and you, you would think it would. I am pissing people off behind me right now because I don't know where the hell I am. I've never been out this way. It pisses my wife off that I don't know Jackson as well. But I'm like, I never drive through this area. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh... We but, got one mile, and then you turn right. Wow, that was the longest mile ever. <laughs> um, but anyways, now, um... So, we get back to the hotel. We After we've ate, we're going to bed. Kind of pass out. Like, I didn't even... I don't remember going to sleep. I wasn't hammered. I just was so tired because I had been up since early that morning because we had to drop the kid off and yada 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 so we just pass out you see out here richard this is where everybody wears wears silk pajamas yeah <laughs> these this nice is the houses place. is this yeah. the place right here nope nope okay half a mile then you turn right i just uh just mushroom teased these people behind me thinking that uh i was about to get out of their way it ain't just them people it's, yeah, it's like four cars <laughs> four cars back so Anyways, when I'm in the hotel room, sometimes I do this thing that I like to call, and I might have made this word up, I like to freeball it. Uh, <laughs> I usually wear some, uh, some like, basketball shorts, and that's about it. You know, basketball shorts and a short sleeve shirt or something, and that's my sleep attire at hotels. Is this the turn right here? It is. Okay. So, um, so... At about 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm laying on my side, and for some reason... It'll be on your left. It says 300 feet, but we know how my phone is. <laughs> um, that one right there? Yep. Right there it is. So I'm going to turn around in this driveway up here. So, I'm laying on my side, and for whatever reason, Josh, I grab the seat of my pants. Like, I don't know if something woke me up. I don't know what happened, but for some reason I look and I grab the seat of my pants and I feel moisture. <laughs> and apparently in my sleep, I sharded all over my basketball shorts. Wow, so you sh literally shit the bed, Richard. <laughs> yeah, you did. shit the bed. Amazingly enough, so I got up. You're a dream warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy Krueger after your ass. <laughs> I got up and I was like, man, this is fucked up. I, like, it's happening. I said I wasn't shitting my pants, and it's happening. <laughs> so I got up and kind of showered off, come back in a panic thinking, oh, God, my wife's still asleep in the bed. Hopefully, it's a king-size bed. What so, if I shit on her? Yeah, you know. And then you're thinking, well, we didn't do anything fun tonight. She kind of fucked the night up. I hope I did shit on her a little bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> so like I'm shitting on her now. So we, uh, we ended up, we ended up, uh, somebody's pulling in right now. I might have needed to pull over. I didn't know that I was going to be taking up all these driveways. So anyways, we um, 
I get out. I get out and uh, I look. Not one drop on the bed. I'm a shit Houdini man. Nothing on the bed. So. <sighs> well, you need to figure out how you did that. That way you can kind of teach it to. Um, you could you could start a class like Rex Guando or something. Right. But let me teach you how not to shit, shit <laughs> on the bed while shit in the bed. So I tell you what, Josh, we're not going to take a break here, but there is going to be a pause. You might hear some music. Uh, this is end of tape side one. <laughs> We've just re- arrived at McCaskill's house. What we'll do is on our way back, we'll record again to finish this episode out, talk a little bit more. Uh, and it'll be like we didn't go anywhere, but we'll, we're going to probably take a good, what, hour-long break here to talk on this show. Yeah. And then we'll be back on the road, and you won't know any time has passed. And hopefully we'll be able to tell you Just more about pinch, the show. pinch the hose and hold it, and we'll be back. And don't let go till we get back. All right, Josh, we are back. I got to buckle up. We are just now leaving McCaskill's house, and uh, pretty fun talk there. Oh, man, it was a blast. It almost felt like we were doing our show in a way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just the subject matter. But McCaskill, he has the McRad cast, as I'm sure you've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, and you can find that just however you're listening to our show right now. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it seemed like we were doing our show because his show is pretty much the same premise. We'll yeah. just start talking and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I think he said this was episode eight. Yeah. So just look for that. If you want to hear more stuff from us, episode eight, but Josh, one thing I didn't say earlier, whenever we were riding down, um, I did. Do I need to take a left here? I think you do. Okay. We made a right on right. the road. So <laughs> that is something I did say when we were on the way down. Do I need to take a left here? Um, I I got to thinking on my drive back when we were at the uh, concert. We had a drive back, and on my drive back, I started just hysterically laughing, and I was thinking about our footy pajamas commercial. You're lying. But I, the reason why. I was retelling the story to my wife, who didn't think it was as funny, but I was talking about the ass flap. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, and and part of our gimmick was, you know, a pissless shit. And that was the whole thing, you know, it was like, oh, a pissless shit, you know, that's all the ass flap's good for, is just taking a a pissless shit. It's like, and how absurd that is, because I don't think, I used to think only dogs were the only animal alive that could take a pissless shit. Uh, and the other day, man, I'm, I'm sitting there driving down the street and one of the neighbors' dogs taking a piss and all of a sudden a piece of shit falls out. <laughs> like, leg hiked and everything. <laughs> and your neighbor's looking at you just in awe, well, staring at its dog taking a shit. Yeah, I just, mean, so even dogs can't take pissless shits, you know? Yeah, it's a myth. Like, it's just, it was just a joke, Richard. It was a myth. But so yeah. that was the thing. It was like, that was what I was laughing about, just the absurdity of that, trying to retell it to my wife as I'm sitting over here laughing and talking about the line. It's like, uh, check it out. I even got an ass flap. Uh, what's that for? You know, in case I want to take a pissless shit. Pissless You can do that? Oh, yeah. Do you ever get anything on you? Almost always. <laughs> How come people don't hire us to do commercials? Well, it helps when you get hammered. <laughs> then everything's funny, right? Yeah. Oh, man. So, what are you looking forward to this week? Uh, you got anything, any big plans going on? Man, I am just trying to get my truck fixed and get that 
you know, away from me because it's, it's been uh, a very stressful week because um, it started leaking on Monday. Yeah. And I've just pretty much been babysitting the uh, coolant system since then. So, you know how it is whenever you got something in the back of your mind as a man, you're like, well, goddamn, I need to take care of that. I need to take care of that. Yeah. How much money is it going to cost, though? You know, and when you really don't know what the problem is, right? then it worries just the absolute shit out of you. So I've been, you know, dealing with that mentally, and I'm just ready for some relief, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told you, I think I said something at the start of the show. This past week, I was super sore like you came over last week and we did our uh show the interview with bt that we did uh check that one out it's uh we did a review of hell comes to Frogtown. it should be out now um uh, and you can find that by going shooting the shiznit how you found our show but we did that review episode. i would call it my ode to cc Vareal. yeah <laughs> we, and uh, cc i know you're only 61 baby <laughs> she's just 61, 61 years, years old <laughs> leave her alone they said talking and i guess the song would go into you talking about taking her social security check and breaking her hip i guess <laughs> but uh well not yet because she's not check eligible but so. i told you last week when, after we got done doing that um that I was sore as hell because I had to dig and you were like oh did you dig a hole and now you're sore I was like no come look at this and I showed you we ran power to my shed which is it looked 90. like you started the underground railroad <laughs> and shit like I no mean, I don't think that's the right <laughs> you know what I mean you were starting like the a, uh, trench of the underground railroad yeah like the um the trimmers yeah we're just getting started yeah like no I'm talking about trimmers the movie with the worms that you remember that movie? Yeah. Tom Skerritt was who we were thinking of last week, by the way. The Ultimate Hill. Yes. So it had Tom Skerritt in it. So it looked like we we dug a trench. And uh, like, it looked like a trimmer had dug a trench. Right. So it was like 18, 19 inches deep and 92 feet long. It was for power for my shed. Dude, I was sore for two days. Not only was I sore, my wife come up to me the other day. Did you sing any old gospel hymns <laughs> while you were where you were uh, cutting your trench out, buddy? No. You didn't? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> My wife came up to me the other day and she goes, what happened to your leg? And I go, what do you mean? She's like, you have a, a big ass bruise on it. And I said, what? I don't have a bruise. Do I have a, I have a bruise on it? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I hadn't been hit or anything. And she goes, yeah, look at it. My back of my leg, where my hamstring meets my knee, yeah. my whole leg was fucking purple. Holy shit, you must have tore something. Yeah, I guess I tore like a little bit of my hamstring or something. Or I don't know what it was, man, but yeah, I, a big purple knee for like forever. Purple knee! <laughs> Coming on down! Disabling me! <laughs> oh, man, but I tell you what, man, it's hard doing this show. Uh, after we've had like a one hour or two hour sit down where we just joked and talked and literally talked about everything and talked about everything so you can't really put and you don't have a computer because we're on the road so you can't say hey let's look at this clip or let, let me show you this that I saw I can just show you a crackhead prostitute that I, <laughs> we're coming up on and yeah. we can just pull over and talk to her oh, man. I bet you'd find some in this apartment complex over here we're passing but we did talk about something funny man and it was just how we hit our porn you know what I mean like and, and, and that was one of the things that we talked about on the show was how 
the different ways you could hide it when you were a kid and you had porn. Now you could just, what, browser mode that you just use a, uh, a browser that's not traced or, or, or tracked or you could. I think uh, you have people under the assumption you live with a detective. Like, <laughs> my wife doesn't diddle with my phone. No, 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 no. But you I know, mean, kids today. If they don't want anybody knowing they've been looking at porn. Oh, you're saying if you're a yeah. kid nowadays trying yeah, to yeah, do something yeah. you're not supposed to. It's well, I can to encourage hide. you. I can encourage you know children not to do that. Right. But what I would have done if I was that age this time, you know, like I would. It's so much easier now. Yeah. You don't have to have physical evidence. Right. You know, because like we were talking about on uh, McCaskill's show. You had the books, or you had the VHS tapes. Right. That's a that's a physical thing that you have to figure out something to do with after you get done being handsy. Yeah. And <laughs> you know when you're that age, unfortunately, you live with your parents, right? Who aren't going to approve of that. I am a in plain sight hider. <laughs> I hid my magazines amongst the bottom rung of my other magazines. And it didn't work out for you, though, did it? No, it worked out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Until my mom confronted me about a year later, you know. You hadn't had shit. I found everything. No, she said, why you got all those pornos in the bathroom? <laughs> what do you mean, why? Because I like the literature. <laughs> I like the interviews. That's why I read them. I actually write a uh, column once a month to uh, the, you know, where you uh, see, the, like you find like, a pipe. talk to the editor, <laughs> send a question in. I yeah. do that. Oh, man. Yeah. And, I, you know, we talked about it. I was the overhiding it. Like, I was I was busy, like. You were the don't push the red button, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, everybody sees it. Yeah. But, and then you, you're looking at it. And you're like, what's that? A duffel bag with a fucking padlock on it. Huh, what's he got in that duffel bag? I bet it's something we don't need. And I love how the padlock did nothing. Left or right here? I think you just go straight. Oh. The padlock did nothing. Or you can just turn when you're supposed to go straight. Either way. Well, I couldn't get back over. The padlock did nothing anyways because, like, all, you could still it drew attention. It. Yeah, all it did was just say. It's like trying to commit a robbery and not wearing a mask. I should have put a big sign on it that said, not porn. This is not <laughs> porn that I stole. But here's the thing. I never really got confronted with it, but I know it was found. Oh, yeah. I so, found it before. Well, no, no, not, not by, like, an authority figure. Oh. <laughs> and the reason why is, like, one day, um, like... There was one day that my aunts came over because I lived with my grandmother. My aunts came over, and uh, is that Aladdin? For, for some reason, I don't know who that was. <laughs> and an Aladdin animal. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, they were redoing the the house, and I was like 12, 13 years old. That's when we had these, and uh, they were redoing the house. And for some reason, they went into my room and they cleared out the like chest of drawers that I had this stored in. I don't know why they were going through my shit, but they were. And uh, they threw all my stuff on my bed and the duffel bag was kind of on the bed, but in a different pa uh, pile. <laughs> so I was like, I know they found it. You know, did they, they probably opened it. So, but I was never confronted about that. So I guess in long, you know, in looking at it in this day and age, I was probably better off just hiding it like that than in plain sight although we did talk about how some of the things i did hide in plain sight by like writing 
SummerSlam 32 on it. <laughs> like, they don't even number them like this. It's just that's the way I numbered it. So I would know, <laughs> you know, I would know, but the people that went into wrestling wouldn't know, you know. And you used to label your tapes kind of like that a little bit, right? No, I, I would have, like, a certain a character or yeah. uh, some kind of phrase that I would know. Oh, what was on there? Like, uh, I may draw a nation's flag. Right. Maybe that would be like if I draw a, Span uh, uh, a Mexican flag, that would mean this one is my good <laughs> Spanish women tape. You had your own Dewey Decimal System. I got for my. Porn. I got my. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I got my black girl porn. I got the fucking fists, you know? Yeah. Fucking, uh, you know, I got the white people. Then I'd have. Uh, 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 what would I have? Um. You can't think of a white stereotype? You're racist. <laughs> well, it's hard to look in yourself innerwise, you know? Well, NASCAR. I have a NASCAR. I draw a NASCAR thing on my white people tape. But yeah, I like to get all the... I've never, never been much of an Asian guy, man. Yeah. Well... Never had the yellow fever. I know I wrote, like... I know in some of them, I just wrote, like, in general, wrestling. Like, there were porns that I had copied off, like... I remember one of our buddies, like... Uh, like, got this one movie from, like, it was Fun Flicks. Yeah. It was, like, an old video store that used to be, you know, in our area. And they went out of business, and he had somehow gotten that video, and he never took it back. So he had he had a copy of this video, and he was just passing around letting people make copies. And I think on one of them, I wrote, like, these characters that looked Japanese on it. <laughs> and then I wrote on the top just, like, wrestling. Japanese wrestling or wrestling from Japan and uh, but I, I guess now that I thought about it I did hide a lot of things in plain sight but I mean we were limited with how we could you know what I mean like how we could hide our stuff my, because it was physical copies yeah my first wife man uh, I'm, I think I've said this on the show before but it's been at least a year ago but one of my more embarrassing uh, porno discoveries was I hid you know, because when you turn 18, what's the first thing you do? You go to the porn store. Yeah. You know, that's what you do. So I went and I bought me some real porn. And, <laughs> dude, the and copy... When you say real porn, you might want to explain what that means. That means a VHS copy that came with a cover and actually had production writing on it. And, in, and, and, and when you say real porn, this is not like Spice Channel Cinemax type stuff. No, right? this is hardcore, yeah. you know... Wow, NV. <laughs> dude, the the title of the tape was called Cream Queens, right? <laughs> my idea was I needed to have Cream Queens close to all my other tapes because that's where my VCR yeah. is, obviously. Yeah. And I ain't trying to go digging up under the mattress every time I want to jerk off. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck, if she's laying down on the bed, I got to dig up under her ass and shit. You know, fuck yeah. that. So, my big idea was, let's hide it in the biggest fucking movie of 2002's case. Titanic? Of 2002. Oh, no, 2002. Spider-Man! Spider-Man. God damn it. And, and, dude, it's like 2003, so everybody's still watching. So, one of her friends comes over. They're just <laughs> sitting around, you know, uh, you know oh. what girls do. They're just talking, probably, just, you know, whatever. And, hey, let's watch Spider-Man. They pull out oh. Spider-Man. Dude, my wife even, or my ex-wife at the time, she even told me. My ex-wife at the time? My ex-wife now, <laughs> presently. She said whenever they pulled the goddamn, because they were psyched about, well, oh, we got Spider-Man. Goddamn. She pulls it out. 
they said they both just fucking, I'm talking about, about pissed their pants laughing. <laughs> Cream Queens? Goddamn! <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure they didn't let you off the hook either. Oh, no. That's, as soon as I got home, they busted me out, man. Oh, like, oh fuck. And I'm just looking at the friend. I'd fuck the shit out of you. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about some porno. Uh, you're hoping that that conversation gets into... So oh. you got cream queens, huh? <laughs> Joshua, she ain't around. I'll show you I can cream, and I'm clean. Like, you're hoping that conversation goes into, like, something like, you know, what is it you like about that, Josh? Is it the two girls? Would you just like to have two girls right here making out? Is that what you want? I would. Like, you're right. Like, oh, my God. I got to start hiding porn in all my DVDs. There's that Schindler's <laughs> List case. <laughs> but, you know, in retrospect, that is, like, all males think that there's always some kind of chance of something like that happening. You know what I mean? Because like, of the way it's been portrayed. Yeah, and like... You could be raking the yard one minute, <laughs> and then that neighbor come over, oh, I got something you can rake. <laughs> oh, do ya? <laughs> right. It's like a very um, uh, letters to Playboy type thing. Uh that you have that thought that at any minute something like that could, what really happened was you just got embarrassed and humiliated in front of her and her friend right and, and she's thinking oh damn he could just bang her but he's yeah. jerking off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shut up but uh, you know and here I was saying you probably hit it in a Titanic case that would be the worst place to hide it wouldn't it yeah cause you'd have to have two <laughs> then you got two pornos cause it was and, a double and what do you do with the DVD or the VHS that was in that box like, I just had Spider-Man casually you, laying in somewhere else. Do you? It's like, do you put the porn in the in the good box and put the good box in the porn? You know, like, is there is there a, a copy of Forrest Gump out there in backdoor bitches nine? Is there? <laughs> is I that, think I sold that at a yard sale. <laughs> well, speaking, you know, like. I guess now, do you still have all of your like adult films from when you were a kid? No, no, I told you I did a great purge before I moved into my now okay. wife's house. Yeah. I kept the sentimental ones. <laughs> the ones that I recorded when I was like 12, 13 years yeah. old. I kept all of those, but like uh, a lot of the ones that I bought, you know, when I yeah. was after 18. The expendable ones. Yeah, I, I kind of threw those away. Yeah. My magazines, that's what broke my heart the most, Get man. Get rid of them. Because, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a nostalgic type fucker, man. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter, like, what it is. I can, sticks? I can look at a, Bell bottoms? I, I can look at a porno, like, that I had, you know, back in, like, yeah. 1996. And I'm not just looking at the porn. Yeah. I'm like, think, man, this reminds me of, like, 96, you know. Yeah. What was I doing back then? It just gets me all in the feels, man. It gets me... In that nostalgic you turn mood. on an old song from 1996. Yeah. Blues travelers run around. <laughs> they never liked it to run around, but I did today. I, I try to get into it more when he plays the harmonica. Three years later, you're like, every time I gotta hear a goddamn harmonica, I can't come. <laughs> that's how uh, that's how fetishes are started, Josh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you start staring at high heels like they're, you know, like they're something. Then you go with two, two with toys. High heel up your ass, and then <laughs> next thing you know, you're on the creek, the street yeah. corner. Oh man, but uh, but yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I had one of those days where, like, you know, we talked about how we used to get magazines. Yeah, we did, and 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 I'm gonna. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt here, but yeah. did you feel? How, how do you feel? Because I feel like 
every show that we go on that's not ours even, because yeah. on our show we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to, right. obviously, but it seems like every <laughs> other kind of show that we go on, no matter what their uh, gimmick like, is, yeah. it's always like we take it to the dark side <laughs> and we pull whoever that show person is in with us, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're talking about porn. We did take a world-renowned doctor uh, for stars like comedians and stuff. We took a world-renowned doctor uh, who has a serious XM, sh- XM show and literally talked to him about Andre the Giant's dick for 30 minutes. And, and he, he was totally cool And he was fine. I mean, we do seem to pull almost in that direction. If, if we were a car, we're pulling that way. <laughs> you know, like, we got that tire that's messed up. You reckon up there's something wrong in our brain? brain? Or I, I just think uh, whether we... we you know, in our perception, notice it or not. But I think, like, all true best friends, especially guys, yeah. I think we're all, uh, you know, this is what we go back to when yeah. we're by ourselves and not around our family. We're just a bunch of adolescents still in our in our brains. And that's why it always kind of leads to that type of talk. But I think that's our gimmick, man. We, we talk like we don't have a gimmick, but we do. Yeah. We do have a gimmick. Our gimmick is we're just... Uh, best friends yep. and and they're in on the conversation yeah i mean i feel like that's what it should be i mean that i mean i th- i think in the times that i've had people tell me they like our show uh that's the overall consensus is like i can just turn it on and i feel like i'm a part of your conversation even right. though you know they're not here and they're not having the conversation with us even buzz the the radio dj that we interviewed the one that was like very instrumental with us uh, growing up for a radio show he did here, even he was like, oh, in one of your interviews, I felt like I was just talking along with it like, oh, man, that's hilarious. It was the teddy bear uh, saga, episode 16. Oh, yes, yes. But he said, he said he was making the same jokes just because, you know, and it felt like he was right here with us. So, I mean, that's very complimentary. But, but no, man, what I was going to say was we talked about how we got the magazines uh, like from our friend <laughs> and uh, we've talked about it on this show how we used to steal magazines from one of our friends down the street uh, his dad had a collection but that was my introduction to Jenna Jameson yes that was the fr- and I remember y'all were so mad it was like we we all had our magazines and I think I just had the one and like you had a couple some of our other friends that were there had a couple like we got at least ten magazines that day on the great uh, the great raid of of uh, toe. <laughs> well, the great toe raid. Well, it was the great raid. He of, was the one that of, opened uh, the door. I can't think of his name. His the the guy's name that we took the magazines from. Oh, Justin. No, not just his dad. Galen. Yeah, it was the great Galen raid, and uh, <laughs> I remember like I was the only one that came away with that, but you were so like upset that I had the one with Jenna Jameson. you got the winning ticket. Yes. I got and a I remember, golden ticket. I remember people were trying to trade for it and everything, but I'll I remember... I'll give you three magazines for that one. I'm like, no, this chick's hot, you know? And that was in Jenna Jameson's, like, like not debut, but, like, Prime not too time. far from the debut. Like, it's like... That's literally like, you know, Shawn Michaels in the early 90s yes. or something. In the prime. This is like right after Shawn had super kicked Marty in the face. Right, right. So, uh, so yeah. Um, but I remember that, and I remember I had that one for the longest. I ended up getting more. You know, we all got more from him. But I had that one for the longest. And I remember in a, a, post, a post-jerk world that I was living in, 
like you know we talked about this on McCaskill show too about how after it's after the deed is done you now feel ashamed and embarrassed and you're thinking way too logically you know before you're thinking very illogically and now after you're done all the candy coatings off of the (laughs) M&M now it's just a big piece of chocolate or a small (laughs) piece of chocolate and it's it can melt at any point so and then you get paranoid too like everybody knows what I just did I'm ashamed (laughs) so greasy palms I think one day in the post uh, the post jerk world that I was living in I looked at the bag and like went who am I fooling it's got a big lock on it like you should have looked at that the first time you put the lock on it I should have but I didn't it was just this one day I felt bad I was like no in your teenage brain you were at lock equals safety yeah lock equals secure it was the same lock I used (laughs) on my like sixth grade locker too (laughs) that's the sad part it's like I, I didn't need it anymore I was like well I can't just retire a lock so I remember like one day I was like, I'm going to get caught with this and get in a whole lot of trouble and I'm going to have to have a talk. You know what I mean? And if you were told, hey, you're going to have to have a sex talk, you'd probably do anything to avoid that, right? With my parents? Of course. So one day I was just sitting there and it was a post-jerk world and I was sitting there going, I'm going to have to have a talk if I don't get rid of this thing. So I took the lock off because you can't be wasting locks, Josh. (laughs) But I, (laughs) I took the bag out with me walked out to my trash can it was the next day was going to be trash day and i put the bag and everything in a trash bag that was already in the outside trash can and then i prayed that no dogs came around <laughs> that would have been jenna jameson's tits over here you see your clit over here right see next that to a string. tattoo over here yeah in, in a in a in an already ate a re-eaten bologna string that has been shit out by Fido who tore the trash up. Yeah. Eggs, egg carton eggs. Did you ever wonder how them bologna strings got all like weaving up there like a French braid into the dirt? <laughs> yeah. You talking about when Bandit used to eat them? My dog. Well, yeah. You figure though, if you ate a bologna rind or something, like it would just be a straight stream. Yeah. You know, like it's just been sitting in your digestive system. Right. But somehow, no, this motherfucker twirls around the turd like it's a fucking 70s piece of tie stick or something it's all tying the turd up or something it's Uh, weird yeah i mean i never understood that about i guess i never really really thought about it if i'm being honest but it is weird and i mean if that would have been a human being they would have been like uh we're gonna have to watch him he's gonna have to shit that up you know what i mean right did you ever have a a, a opportunity where you uh (laughs) swallowed something that you wasn't supposed to swallow or eat I think I swallowed a penny at yeah. one point, and I had to shit it out. <laughs> and you know, and you shit know, out two nickels. My dad was amazed. <laughs> <laughs> that boy can swallow copper and shit out nickels. I could have swore he swallowed a Lincoln. When he found that out, I couldn't jog for shit. It was just a rattling <laughs> change noise in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> he treats your ass like fucking currency exchange. Yeah. Like a I need change machine. for a dollar now. Spit me out of Kennedy. Josh was the original one-armed bandit. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man, look at that fucking guy. That is that is hilarious, you know, thinking about, you know, you know, your dad, like, damn, Josh, take you to the doctor. Damn, Josh, you gained 45 pounds, and you sound like a, a pocket full of change when you walk. <laughs> My dad found out I have the ability to swallow pennies and shit out nickels. <laughs> So far, we've raised over a hundred dollars. 
Man. Uh, that would be the weirdest superpower ever. I know, but still, I mean, imagine the amount of bets that you could win. <laughs> but I mean, you'd have to, uh, here's the thing. You'd have to be, nobody would believe it. They'd be like, oh, you swallowed nickels last week. <laughs> I don't believe this shit. <laughs> so, oh man. Well, man, we are ending our journey. You are just about back home, back to work on the the, the brown truck. demon and so we're gonna wind it up here it's probably a little shorter than most episodes we do and uh hopefully it was listenable uh if not josh you might have to come back over tomorrow and we have to redo this but well, we'll see but i tell you what josh that's gonna do it for us let them know how to find our show and uh where they need to go to uh follow us well, on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, you put in that search bar, Pop Poncho, and you will see our picture. And if you want to get with us the old school way and contact us via text message or a voicemail, you never know, we might play the son of a bitch on the show. Our phone number is 731 that's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this is Richard Mulliken saying thanks for listening and good night.